0: You are listening to seventeen karat K-pop the show that's a little bit of everything with a K-POp twist visit seventeen com for more information about the show that's one seven c a r a t k p o p weebly com Enjoy the show. So thank Mm. you for joining us today.
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: Like, How you like, what really got you into K-pop? Was there a certain story or like moment? And then how did you get into becoming a K-pop YouTuber?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so in terms of how I got into K-pop, that was back in, I would say, late 2008 or like early 2009. So like I was watching this Korean movie. I don't know if you've watched it, but it's called 200 Pound Beauty
0: oh I've heard of that yeah Mm
1: -hmm. it's a really nice movie about a girl who goes through plastic surgery to like get a guy to like her but at the end of the movie she realizes that she didn't really need to change her image so it's a really cute Mm -hmm. movie I like it but anyways I was watching it on YouTube and like you know how they have like the suggested videos on the side Mm -hmm. I saw Girls Generations G which came out at that time and I was like Ooh, maybe I should listen and then from then on wow I've been going down a hole yeah (laughs) and here we are now so yeah
0: so then when did you uh, start your channel and start actually like posting Mm -hmm. a lot about k-pop was it around the same time
1: Uh, I started making my youtube videos around 2015 and so like my friend it originally was a channel with two of my other friends and we did like music video reactions but they had to leave eventually because of personal reasons but Mm -hmm. then i ventured out into doing like diys which is what i'm mainly known for k-pop diys Mm -hmm. um and since then i've just been making videos
0: There are a couple of just things that I've talked about on previous episodes, Uh um, and I've kind of shared my take, but I'm curious um, to just hear another perspective about this stuff. So first of all, I'm curious what you think or what you did think and what you think now about the Mm -hmm. concept of Super M and like the... Because at first, honestly, I wasn't sure if I should be excited when I heard the rumors about Super M being a thing because uh-huh. I was I was like, I want, like, a solo mixtape from Kai. I want a solo mixtape hey. from Taeyeon. Like, uh-huh. I want them to have time to do their individual things. But now mm-hmm. I'm, like, just so obsessed, you know? So mm-hmm. now I like it, but initially I didn't. I'm just curious, like, how you initially reacted. Um,
1: um, well, when I first heard that Super M was happening, I was honestly pretty excited about it. But mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people around me were like, oh, they're just taking them away from the original group. Like, they should just stay with their own group. I, mean, I thought it was, like, a great way to, like, promote their groups, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I really do like SuperM, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been cool because, like, when I saw them in Chicago, they, like, everyone had, like, I saw light sticks from all their groups. Uh-huh. Um, so that was just, like, a moment because <laughs> I'm one of those people who, is obviously multi fandom and don't get like the, the thought that you can't be multi fandom. You know.
1: Right, I feel you.
0: Coachella was pushed back. Do you mm. think Big Bang is going to come back before Coachella, or do you think the comeback was pushed back too?
1: Hmm. Um. I feel like they could come back before Coachella, but as far as I, I don't know if they like renewed their contracts. But um, I heard they did. Mm, okay. So maybe they will come back. You know, I'm pretty excited for that, too.
0: Yeah, honestly, they probably won't come back till then just because YG Entertainment is not the best at promoting.
1: Right. Um, like with Blackpink right now.
0: <laughs> right. It's like they're saying like, oh, it'll be I think it was supposed to be March, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. They came back and now it's yeah. like, I don't even know. So mm-hmm. and speaking of those kind of events, I was wondering um, what your thoughts are about um if you were going back to KCON this summer and if so, Mm -hmm. like, are you worried about that getting cancelled or do you think it'll probably work out? Because I'm assuming Uh you're going to the LA one.
1: Right. Like, I honestly look forward to KCON every single year because it's basically a chance for me to, like, you know, meet my fans and just be filled with positive energy. So, you know, if it were to get cancelled, I totally understand, obviously, safety is first. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I would like it to happen if it were to keep going
0: yeah Mm -hmm. thinking about how x1 um sadly is no longer longer a thing
1: yeah Um,
0: but eyes one is and i'm just like trying to understand why because they're both so they seem both so successful right i'm wondering why like what you why you think it is that like we still have eyes one but x1 like couldn't like survive as a group
1: right you know to this day i still question why x1 couldn't come back you know yeah like they're so talented and they deserve all the spotlight and all the attention but it's just I like know. i i don't know what happened like with the companies because as far as i know two of the companies were not like willing to keep the group going so i was like wow this is really happening
0: yeah another thing i was curious about is um i don't know if like westernization is the right term for it but mm-hmm. like k-pop like ma- the mainstreaming of it in the usa now i guess like because i've talked a lot on my show before about like what i think they're doing well and what i'm annoyed by like mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um like they talk about it all like they're all the next BTSs aren't you know unique right mm-hmm. yeah so anyway i have a, i have a lot of uh, issues with uh yeah how that is but i mean they also have fun ones i'm just curious what your thoughts have been about like them doing appearances like in Mm -hmm. like the western music scene if you like how that's working or what you change about like the media and Mm -hmm. how they treat them Mm -hmm.
1: well I, i mean i'm definitely all for like the attention for these groups that are coming into the u.s you know it definitely gives them more spotlight more recognition gaining new fans but like at the same time it's just like if they're like being referred to like oh so what do you think of like bts how do you feel about them you know coming into America and making it big like if they're asking those other groups that type of question it's just like it's not all about BTS you know yeah so it's, it's, it's crazy but I mean I'm all for like them getting recognized here in the U.S. it's just not yeah. everything relates to BTS you know like as much as right. I love them they weren't the ones that paved the way you know a lot of people have right. a lot of debate about that but like yeah it's just crazy
0: one of the biggest stereotypes seems to be that all K-pop music sounds the same and so what's why are you into it basically is the question. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I mean, as of recently, I would say that in a way, you know, music the K-pop music is tends to be repetitive, but there are a lot of like unique things about K-pop. It's not always just going to be repetitive. Like yeah. obviously groups will have will find their, like, their own sound eventually. But, you know, yeah, that's what I feel about that.
0: Yeah, sometimes there do seem to be, like, eras where, like, a lot of groups do sound similar, honestly. Mm -hmm, Yeah. But, I mean, they each, you know, it's... They kind of all find their sound eventually. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of variety in there. And it
1: all has to, like, do with, like, trends. You know, like, if a certain group is doing something, obviously another group would like to do it to you know gain more popularity too yeah
0: yeah so part of it's not even like their fault it's just Mm -hmm. how the industry is um so like i don't actually know maybe it is true for you Mm -hmm. but um there's kind of this assumption that um k-pop fans like all they listen to is k-pop and honestly like that's most of what i listen to Mm -hmm. but it's not like i'm just like anti-western pop
1: right right mm-hmm.
0: is that the case for you you
1: know as of recently i've been listening to a lot more western music
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: like i don't know like i feel like this quarantine has changed me <laughs> but yeah. like you know yeah. obviously i still i listen to k-pop a lot like it's shaped what i am now but like you know obviously i still listen to other types of music not just k-pop
0: on a previous episode, I mentioned my top 10, like, best 2020 K-pop releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I guess, I guess I'll just read them and get your reaction if you agree, if you would add something to this okay. list or, mm-hmm. yeah, so, um, so, um, one, Monster X, All About Love, <sighs> which I'm still counting, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. um, two, A.T.'s Action to Answer, yes. three, BTS Map of the Soul 7s. Mm-hmm. Um four Luna hashtag yeah. um five Ravi Eldorado mm-hmm. six N C T Neozone mm-hmm. Seven Um Reminis Everglow Um Eight uh, I Decide from Icon mm-hmm. Nine Um Finally from A B six and Ten Kiss from Twelve.
1: Ooh, we love. Yeah, based on one, what you said, I really do like those releases. They were like amazing.
0: Do you have any to add or anything? recommendations mm,
1: i would say twice's feel special album was one of my favorites i would also would say maybe nct dreams we boom yes. yeah such an iconic comeback too um
0: what what is your opinion on the best of all the light sticks
1: Ooh, that, that's a that's a hard question <laughs> <laughs> let me think about that um hmm. i mean i don't want to be biased but <laughs> I, I guess i would say I would say the BTS light bomb would be one of my all-time yeah. faves, and then mm-hmm. I think after that would be Seventeen's Lightstick. I was going to say yeah, Seventeen, it's yeah, so pretty. I love it. I
0: know. I know, yeah. Um, all right. And who would you say is like the biggest bias wrecker for you personally in any mm-hmm. group? Just like they are like the definition of a bias uh-huh. wrecker.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen, like, my YouTube videos or, like, (laughs) Instagram, I would always talk about Jin. And I know people probably assume that he's, like, my bias bias, but, like, he's just amazing. I love him. and
0: I personally would probably say Juhani. Oh, I love him. Do you have favorite either K-pop shows you've been to or, like, uh, just certain memories it shows or, like, a moment at K-Con? Anything, like, K-pop... event related Mm -hmm. that stands out as like, one of the better memories.
1: I would say in terms of like favorite K-pop moments when it comes to like concerts or conventions, I think it would just be like meeting my fans because it's definitely a nice feeling to know that there are people that actually watch me, you know? So yeah, it's definitely a nice feeling to see them and get to talk to them, fangirl, fanboy. So yeah, I love that feeling.
0: And in the past year or so, is there, like, a certain concert that you've been to that you thought, like, the artists really, like, outdid themselves?
1: Mm, I would say Monster X. I forget what the name of the tour was, but they are just, their stage presence is just amazing.
0: Yeah, I, agree. I would definitely mm-hmm. agree, yeah. Um, Twice Lights was really good. Oh, I wish World I tour. went. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a fun one. Um, I'm curious, like, favorite K-pop soul length albums uh-huh. that are just unskippable. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say this is an oldie, but it would be XO's XOXO album. Yeah, it's oh, such yes. an iconic album, like from start to finish. Like, I love all of those songs on there.
0: Yeah, honestly, I was, that's so funny, because lately I've been like, really into Let Out the Beast. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know why. It just right. gets to me. And then I'd probably put on that list. Obviously, Love mm-hmm. Yourself answer, um, and probably Are You There? Oh, for yes um a particular memory that's your favorite about like an actual meeting like a fan meet or a high touch
1: so it would have to be monster x during one of the years of k-con and i got the chance to high touch them yeah it was actually i I cried literally after like high touching each and every one of them i was just like wow this is actually happening like (laughs) yeah right they're so adorable and so nice oh i know
0: yeah i actually um I, I got to do the high touch with them for the first time this past year oh, or so. Um, do you think uh, Wanho's going to come back? Because I have a pretty good mm, feeling about
1: Like this. I know he's been cleared of his stuff. Like I I don't mean to be the downer, you know? But, like, even though right. he's been cleared of everything, I feel like he'd feel guilty coming back into the group knowing everything that happened, you know? So, yeah, I mean, as much yeah. as I want to stay hopeful, you know, I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you have any favorite, like, for um, people who are new to K-pop music videos that are just, like, really aesthetic or otherwise, like, you've got to recommend even to non-K-pop fans mm-hmm. music video-wise?
1: Well, again, I feel like I'm being biased again. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> but, like, I would say BTS's Spring Day would be a very aesthetically pleasing music video if you're getting to get into K-pop. Yes. Um, What else? I guess I would say... EXO's Growl would also be an iconic music video if you would like to get into K-pop. Yeah. Yes.
0: Also, I was wondering, like, if you have um, just, like, a summary for people mm-hmm. who are listening who don't mm-hmm. know about your channel, like, the kind of things you post or the kind of plug your channel. Um, well,
1: my K-pop channel is K-pop or just my name, Rainer Aquario. And basically, on my channel, I make K-pop DIYs um, for those who are on a budget and would like to spice up their room with like room decor or like new phone case ideas or something like that aside from that i also do like music video reactions album unboxings and i also have been doing vlogs recently and i feel like i look like an awkward potato when i do vlogging but (laughs) i have been trying to get into it yeah
0: i really liked your latest video with the room tour um yeah like the the, i've got to try that that like like you clip up like photo cards on the
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. record Mm
0: -hmm. whatever yeah that whole thing that's good i've got to try that yeah um yeah i really liked uh this was a while back and i don't know if you would ever like Uh do more of these videos but i would recommend one of the funniest ones to watch of yours is probably when you guess (gasps) oh my god (laughs) with your friends oh my god (laughs) yeah because i could always tell like that like You were both like you Mm -hmm. both know the song, but you kind of like the other person was like so like (laughs) aggressive at like grabbing this. So then you just kind of backed up all the time. It's just like my friend would always be like, "Rainer, stop (laughs) screaming!
1: Just take the thing." And I'm like, "Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. I should probably do one of those again.
0: Yeah. See anything social media wise that you really want people to check out? Any Mm. handles you want to plug? Well, I would
1: say. I've ventured into TikTok. <laughs> me a year before, I probably yes. would have been like, oh, what's TikTok? But now here I am. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I make, I guess you could say, cringe worthy K pop content on there. But you know, if you guys are into <laughs> that, you know, definitely check it out as well. Um, I'm yeah. also on Instagram and yeah. also on Twitter. So yeah. yeah.
0: Every day now, I'm like thinking about and quoting like the one where you're like, you know, I made mm-hmm. K pop trash. <laughs> but that's like just my life like every day i like look around my room and i'm like i might be capable of trash but that's it (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah so uh, is there a specific um twitter and instagram handle you want to spell okay um so
1: for tiktok and twitter it's the same username so it would be uh rainer so it would be r with three e's i n e r
0: and then lastly i was wondering if you want to. uh i mean i guess not really promote the event because you don't mm-hmm. know when to move to but um uh just kind of talk about like um the kind of like events you've done because i know you've mm-hmm. like done some cup sleeve events and you i think you did yeah. have one coming up before mm-hmm. everything got canceled so like you could either promote that mm-hmm. for people living in the area or just like talk about why those yeah. events are awesome right and worth, worth so yeah we
1: were supposed to have this bts cup sleeve event in honor of white day in korea And that was supposed to happen a few weeks ago. But with everything going on right now, we just thought it would be best to just postpone it. We have yet to find a date. But it's basically just a great opportunity to make new friends and obviously just celebrate your bias and your idols. And yeah.
0: I don't know if you're the one in charge of it, but I believe this event headed mm-hmm. to Instagram. If you uh, want to plug that so in, feel free. So, our
1: Instagram is armysofties on Instagram. And then we also have another one as well that would be class97. And we're also hosting a Monster X cup sleeve event and also a 17-1.
0: Awesome. Hopefully, uh, around the time of k we can do that kind of stuff. All right. Well, those are my questions. You don't have to have like new content. You could always just feel free if you want to. Come back Mm -hmm. and share your thoughts on K-pop. Feel free to just let me know. Yeah, invite me anytime.